All right, everybody, welcome to this week's Disney Parks podcast show. In today's show, we have news about Disney Toon Studios closing, more news about the Fox bid, the battle continues, brews and barbecue coming to Disney Springs, and headline news and so much more on this week's Disney Parks podcast show. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. We know that coming to Walt Disney World can be very overwhelming with all the fast passes, the dining reservations, even getting from attraction to attraction can be extremely overwhelming. But we've got a friend that can help you make your next trip to Walt Disney World even more magical. It's Ramon and Theme Park Concierges. You can visit themeparkconcierges.com or call them at 407-257-9973. Ramon and his amazing team of VIP concierges will take care of you from the moment you arrive at the park until the moment you go back to your resort. They can take care of you for a four-hour time slot or a full day. It all depends on what you need. They can take care of your dining reservations, your fast passes, and even make sure that you find even more magic hidden in the Disney parks. Well, contact our friends, themeparkconcierges.com, or call 407-257-9973 and tell them your friends over at the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. When I, uh, every time I read uh, Disney Toon Studio, I think of, like, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. <laughs> you know, the closing the Toon Studio. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, so Disney confirmed that Disney uh, Toon Studios is shutting down. According to uh, the website Deadline, which is kind of about movies and TVs and stuff, uh, Disney has confirmed that Disney Toon Studios will be shutting down. Disney Toon Studio largely made direct-to-consumer movies, and occasionally the studio would release a moderately low-budget film like the 2013 animated film Planes. I kind of liked. wasn't that bad. Uh, the closure of the studio does mean that 75 employees, including animators and staff, will be laid off or reassigned to new roles at Disney or Pixar. Uh, a Disney spokesperson said, after much consideration, we have made the decision to end the production activity and close Disney Toon Studios. I thought a lot of these resources were in India or Canada or they were not in the States, I don't think. Maybe that's why it says just... Yeah. So, I don't know. If anybody knows a little bit more about it, I'd be interested. And speaking of money, shareholders at both Disney and Fox set to vote on $71 billion offer. That's a lot of money. As a stockholder, it gets me worried. Woo! Says, according to filings with the Securities and Exchange Commission, both the Walt Disney Company and 21st Century Fox have scheduled shareholder meetings on July 27th, where the $71 billion purchase of much of Fox assets will be voted on. This comes a day after Disney received antitrust approval 
from the U.S. Department of Justice for the acquisition. I don't like that word. It's not easy to say. (laughs) Originally, it just doesn't, like, roll off your tongue, you know? Yeah. Originally, Fox had scheduled a shareholder meeting on July 10th to vote on Disney's offer. But after Comcast submitted a $65 billion counteroffer, that vote was delayed. Disney since corresponded with their current offer, and the vote has been rescheduled. The deal would give Disney control of 20th Century Fox Studio and Assets, FX Networks, National Geographic Partners, 30% interest in Hulu, and 39% interest in European media European media company Sky, plus other international operations. Disney would be required to sell off the Fox Sports regional networks. Both meetings will be held on July 27th at 10 a.m. in the New York Hilton. Yeah. I have a feeling Disney's going to win this one. Uh Uh-huh. Because uh, I I think Fox and Disney have had some kind of simpatico uh, conversations. And what I find interesting is... Uh, I was watching Fox this weekend, and they're airing commercials now for Last Man Standing coming back in the fall, all new episodes. And I'm thinking to myself, well, if Disney buys Fox, Tim Allen's going to be right back where he started again working for Disney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think they got rid of that show because <clears throat> in that show he was an Obama basher. And, uh, you know, he never talked nice about Hillary or uh, any of the Democrats, really. So if he comes back, I don't know what they're going to do. You can't have, you cannot have every single entity be for the Democratic Party. You need at least one outlet that isn't. And the only one that isn't anymore is Fox. Everybody else. Yeah. The companies all, you know, do everything the other way. Right. So, right. I mean, otherwise you're going to find it's going to you're going to find less and less people wanting to watch TV and back companies because everything they turn the TV on is only one viewpoint, and the media does not follow journalism 101 anymore, which is to present the news unbiased. Yeah. It doesn't work yeah, that no, way it anymore. Doesn't. And I took journalism 101. Right. And these people have journalism degrees, and they still suck at it, you know? Yeah. So. It's a shame. Uh, I'm just excited to have uh, Last Man Standing back, period. (laughs) Do you know what? I didn't want... I I love Tim Allen. I am a big Tim Allen fan. Mm. But I tried to watch... I think I saw, like, two episodes of it. Mm Mm-hmm. And just some of the cast was just annoying to me, and I just couldn't get past it. And I was like, no. Like his daughter that has the black hair, or at least she had the black had black hair in the first season. Yeah. But I was like, no, she's so annoying. Like, no, I cannot watch this. She's a millennial. She's supposed to be like a millennial. Yeah. Yeah. Drive you nuts sometimes. All right. Hey, on June 23rd, we had a meetup, and we had a pretty good turnout. We probably had about 20-some-odd people. Uh, it seemed like every three minutes we were adding another table to our table. Almost nice. like the whole length of uh, uh, the French Quarter there. Uh, we had a lot of beignets, uh, so that was good. Uh, hey, July 28th 
If you can uh, bear the heat, meet us at Woody's Lunchbox at Toy Story Land at 2 p.m. Um, maybe we'll get some kind of snack for everybody chair. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to do that. Uh, if not, we'll come up with a plan B. Uh, and Alton and I will probably attend that one because it's ooh, our last day there. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. Uh, bring your uh, something that you don't mind getting wet with sweat. Because I'm sure it'll be hot. You, our weather has been... I keep checking the weather between, like, here and, and Walt Disney World. Yeah. So I've got that saved. I've got that and Disneyland saved on my phone. Those are, like, right. the three locations that it always keeps. Every day we have been hotter. Like, one day we, I looked and we were 10 degrees hotter than it was... In Orlando, and I was like, okay, see, that, no. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's not right. Yeah. Which is, you know, every year I've taken a trip down in, in summer to Orlando, it has actually been cooler there than it has been at home. Wow. That's weird. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Our, and we have a high humidity, too. Oh, yeah. Just like you guys do, so it's not that makes it pleasant really heat yeah. at sea. I can't breathe when I go outside, kind of. <laughs> right. Uh, then in August, uh, we're not going outside. We're going to Plancha uh, over at the Four Seasons Golf Course. Uh, go to facebook.com forward slash uh, Disney Parks Podcast uh, and then click on events to RSVP. So uh, we're going to need to get a head count. So if you want to come, uh, you know, click yes, you're coming. Uh, this way we can give uh, Plancha a head count uh, if you want to eat. If you don't want to eat and you want to just want to stop by and say hello, uh, you can do that too. You don't have to, you know, eat. It's not mandatory. Uh, then September 15th, we're going to head over to the Grand Flow to Mindser's Lounge uh, and have some cocktails and chit-chat. I think they have food there now too um, that they get from Citrico. So we'll go mm, check that nice. out. Yeah, we'll check that out too. Uh, if you are uh, living near a park like Disney World or Disneyland or Hong Kong or Tokyo, uh, we're still looking for some bloggers, photographers, videographers, people that can help post some stuff uh, to the blog uh, because we, uh, you know, can't get to all the parks. You know, we only live near one, <laughs> so we can use some help. Uh, don't forget you can listen to the show on your Amazon Echo or your Dot or even your Google Home device. Just ask them to play the Disney Parks podcast. And don't forget to rate us and review us and share us wherever possible. So thanks for that. Hey, Disneyland is now adding a Pixar Pals dance party to the Pixar Fest. Uh, if you were a patron, we had Jen on who was talking about Pixar Fest and Pixar Pier, the two new things in Disneyland. So... Uh, if you want to be a patron, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash Disney Park Podcast and you can get uh, a great uh, review of all these things. So as part of uh, Disneyland Resort's Pixar Fest, the celebration is going on all summer long, I think till September 3rd. Uh, Disneyland has added the Pixar Pals Dance Party. Head over to Tomorrowland Terrace and dance with some of your favorite Pixar Pals for Monsters, Inc., Toy Story, and more. Watch for Mike and Sully, Woody and Jesse, or maybe even some Green Army men. A DJ will keep the music playing all night. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fun begins at 7 p.m. and continues all the way through till 10.30 p.m. So there you go. I Listen, I, I love Pixar, but it seems like they're taking over the parks. You know? Oh, yeah. And uh, it's a, very interesting. I don't know what they're going to do when John leaves now. They're not going to have that Pixar push. So it'll be interesting. So. What a shame! Yeah, I thought this was uh, perfect for you, Kristen. I think, well, yeah, didn't start it already, so this uh, might be something we want to check out when you come down. Yes, the Brews and Barbecue Experience, which started on June 29th, takes place in Disney Springs. They have barbecue and beer for those that are fans. Visitors can enjoy unique and specialty barbecue options, and craft beer pairings at these 23 locations around Disney Springs this summer. They include B.B. Wolf's Sausage Company, Blaze Fast Fired Pizza, Bongo's Cuban Cafe, Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, Deluxe Burger, Frontera Cucina, House of Blues Restaurant, Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, Morimoto Asia, Paddlefish, Paradiso 37, Taste of the Americas, Planet Hollywood, Raglan Road Irish Pub and Restaurant, Rainforest Cafe, Splitsville Dining Room, STK Orlando, The Boathouse, The Edison, The Ganachery, The Polite Pig, T-Rex, Wolfgang Puck Express, and Yisake. It says guests can pick up a fun event guide at the Disney Springs Welcome Center or at any participating restaurant. Visitors can enjoy brews and barbecue and take advantage of these unique me- menu items and p- beer pairings until September 3rd, which I I feel like I need to plan a day for this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll post. Uh, they uh, We didn't do it on this because we didn't want to take up uh, you know three hours, but each one of these had a food item and a beer pairing. So we'll post those on the blog so that you can get an idea of what they're talking about. But what this article really should, should have said, it's every place that serves food. Because <laughs> this is literally every place that serves food except for Wine Bar George. I think it's the only one not on this list. Right? Yeah. 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 Everybody else that's got food is on this list. I mean, even Blaze Pizza. You know, I think they have a barbecue flatbread that they're... Oh, I bet that's going to be good. Yeah. So... Uh, I ate a T-Rex uh, this week with my uh, brother and his, I guess his nieces and nephews. Um, still not spectacular food. <laughs> it it didn't really wow me. Which place is this again? T-Rex. I've never been impressed with T-Rex. Yeah. It's... Uh, I don't know. I guess it's like a TGI Fridays or a Bennigan's or, you know, just, it's okay. It's not delicious, you know. Anyway, there are better places to eat at Disney Springs. The kids loved it, you know, the dinosaurs, the room exploding and all that other stuff that it did. Oh, they're kids, so of course they're going to love it. I mean, the adults can't have a conversation because the room is making so much noise, but that's okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, have you seen this uh, app, Kristen? This Disney Play, Disney Parks Play, Disney Play Parks, Disney. I've heard about it, but I haven't checked it out. Oh gosh, I 
I'm, I don't know what it is. It's it, all right, it's an app, and it's got uh, Disneyland and Disney World. You can pick which wor- world you go to, and then you can pick which park, you know, Disneyland or Magic Kingdom or whatever. And then in there, you can play music. Like, it will, if you subscribe to Apple Music, it will play a curated list of uh, songs from Apple Music. If you don't, uh, and you give it permission, it'll read your library and find Disney songs and play them, which I thought was weird. Uh, there's some trivia stuff, and then it, there's a couple of attractions that in the queue line you can play a game to get, if you're bored, I guess. You know, if you're waiting in, you know, Toy Story Slinky Dog line for 400 minutes and you need something to do. Uh, I don't know. First of all, I don't think you'll be close enough to the geolocation <laughs> when you're standing at the end of that line. Uh, because by the time you get to that part, you're going to be tired. You're not going to want to play a game. You're going to want to get on the coaster and get out. So it's interesting. Um, I'm just not sure of its purpose yet. And I think they haven't given us all of the features yet. They're holding back you know i think there are more things coming so we'll see um but also the other thing too is you have to sign in with a disney account uh if not you can uh create one in the app um so for example while waiting in line for toy story mania the playset party game will be unlocked if you are in line for peter pan's flight then you can play the off to neverland game uh, if you're over at Space Mountain, you can try competing in the rocket race. And there's even an interactive game while you wait in line for the brand new Slinky Dog attraction called Andy's Board Game Blast. Um, and then Apple subscribers, like I said, can also use the app to listen to a curated audio experience featuring official playlists inspired by beloved theme park lands, attractions, and characters. Additionally, Apple Music subscribers can add the music they are listening to in the parks directly to their Apple Music library to continue listening after you leave. So they're giving it to you to leave. That's great. Uh, Disney promises that this is just the beginning of the app's functionality and that guests uh, can get excited on how it's being planned to be used in the Star Wars Galaxy Edge. The other thing, too, is this app wants your location all the time. Like, it, on an iPhone, you can say, uh, give me my location only when I use the app. Uh, this app doesn't like that. It wants it all the time. I don't know why. I think, you know, maybe to unlock these games. The other thing is, too, is you can collect these badges. So you can say, uh, I want the Horned Mansion badge. And normally... But if you got near the Horned Mansion, you would click the, the thing and it would get to your collection. But what I've done and found out is if you double-click while you're at home, it'll just add, add that badge to your collection anyway. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. It should not allow me to do that for my house. I should be in the park. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a little bug. They'll probably figure it out. <laughs> well, now that they're going to listen to this, they'll figure it out. <laughs> Okay, so wait, I saw on there, are they look that they're looking to do something with the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge with that, right? Yes, yeah. 
Yeah, I think they're going to do, uh, I think some of the immersive experience will be through the app. Hmm. You know. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it, you know, wants your geolocation, you know, you'll be standing in front of something and go, oh, you know, go visit, you know, the bounty hunter and get blah, 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 blah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, that would, I don't know. Huh. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do once that part of the park is done. Right. 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 Uh, you got a pretty good view of uh, uh, the Star Wars land from Slinky Coaster because it goes, like, higher than the fence line so you can see, you know, all the spires and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, that's cool. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder if they'll find a way to make it so that you can't see it. The more that they get into it, then I have to make the fence taller or the spire shorter. <laughs> One of the two. One of the two. I know they have some of the view blocked with the popsicle wall, but it's not enough when you're on the coaster. Popsicle wall. Hmm. It's a fancy. I'm looking forward to. I have not watched like Aljon was watching some videos on, on uh like, the different attractions and what it looks like. And I told him I was like, I am not watching. Nope. (laughs) I'm not being spoiled. I don't want to know. I want to see it all for myself. I don't want to watch it through a video. Yeah, I I had to see some of it. I couldn't wait. I, I just feel like if I watch it, then it's less exciting when I see it. And yeah. as as often as we go, then it kind of takes away what little bit of excitement you get when something new comes. Yeah. That it's not as cool and unique anymore. And you're like, huh, I already saw that. Yeah. Uh, Tim Allen, uh, there's a video of Tim Allen walking around uh, the land. And... Uh, He's just like, oh, my God, there's so many details here. There's, you know, look at that. Look at this. Look at this. Look at that. <laughs> you know, he was excited, you know. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. It, I, cool. I, I wish Tom Hanks came, too. It would have been nice to have both of them at the grand opening. But Tim was there. And uh, it was funny because he was standing next to Buzz. And Buzz, you know, was trying to converse a little bit, you know, interact with Tim. It's like, Tim's like, all right, calm down, calm down. <laughs> calm down, Buzz, we'll get there. <laughs> you know, Buzz was probably excited that Tim was there. <laughs> all right. You know. I get that play again. <laughs> you know. Uh-oh. Oh, you froze up there for a second. <laughs> uh, no, that's not good. Yeah. All right, what else is happening in uh, Disneyland? Well, we've got Inside Out Attraction coming next year to Pixar Pier. It's going to be called the Emotional Whirlwind. So the Inside Out Headquarters neighborhood on the Pixar Pier at Disney California Adventure will feature an attraction theme to the popular movie. Today, the Disneyland Resort announced that the attraction will be called Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. There's a artist rendering of the attraction that Disney Parks podcast, uh, podcast Disney Parks blog <laughs> posted. Um, as rumored, the update attraction appears to be retheming of Flick's flyers. Hmm. 
from the soon-to-close A Bug's Land. Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind is set to open in 2019, as is Jesse's Critter Carousel, the rebooting of King Triton's Carousel. I feel like I'm going to be, like, Pixar'd out. Yeah. You know? And it seems it's like just, they're like, just so, too much Pixar, Pixar and like both parks at the same time. Like, yeah, yeah, it, getting it from coast to coast. Yeah, I know. I think it would uh, Lasseter's way of saying goodbye. <laughs> it takes some Let's throw up Pixar over everything. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, the problem is Disney doesn't put out any good movies anymore, right? When was the last that Princess and the Frog was the last anime film? How long ago was that? Three, four years now? Maybe longer? Oh. Or was it Tangled? I don't, can't even remember. I think t- Tangled. Was, no, Moana. Moana was the last. All right. Well, that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> no. When did Moana come out? Uh, I'm not sure. I know to us it's going to seem like it was last year. Uh... 2016. See, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Not my favorite. Not my favorite. Yeah. I like the one song, You're Welcome, and that's about it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The the music for it's great. The problem is, it's, it reminds me of Titanic, where you're like, okay, when, when does this scene end? You know, it's just so much time spent with like her on the water and you know just yeah get to the point yeah i and it makes me think these kids who have such short attention spans now like how some of them can sit through that movie mm. because it's just the pace is not the pace isn't right i don't i don't feel i feel like it's just a slow moving movie yeah yeah i agree I agree. I think I took a nap in there. Uh, hey, Planet Hollywood uh, Observatory is launching the Chicken Guy. This is a new quick service restaurant. Uh, according to recent job listings, restaurateur Robert Earl and Chef Guy Fieri, I wish he would come to Food and Wine when you, uh, who teamed up with the new concept for the Planet Hollywood Observatory. We'll also be opening a new quick service location at Disney Springs. The new restaurant Chicken Guy is now hiring for cooks, cashiers, hosts, dining room attendants, dining room attendants at quick service, and dishwashers. Now maybe they'll. I think those are called busboys. Yeah, maybe they they will be. Yeah, maybe they are busboys. Uh, the new restaurant will feature food that is made from scratch and fresh to order, with a menu that will include sandwiches, salads, wraps, and soups. There's no word on the opening date. This is going to be like right across from, right next to their store, and right across from the Coke. There's a construction oh. wall. It'll be, it'll be on this side of the building. Stargazers will be on the other side. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The food is not that spectacular there either. Mm-mm. Very disappointing. Yeah, I was really, really disappointed with those with the Guy Fieri burgers that were on that menu. Yeah, they were overpriced and yeah. not all bad. Yeah, this like I'd much rather bad. go to like Fred Rucker's just outside Disney and get a burger there. 
yeah. and put all the toppings I want on it, and right, right, it w- would be a tastier burger. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We'll go to uh, Wahlburgers. <laughs> Get the impossible. Burger. I still need to go there. Oh, we should go when you come down. Okay. If you have that time. sounds good to me. I yeah. haven't been. Okay. I want to try it. Sure. We'll go. So, speaking of Disney Springs, there's a construction update. New restaurants rush to completion. Although the name has changed, the work of transforming the former downtown Disney into Disney Springs is not yet done. New restaurants and experiences are still under construction, including the NBA experience, Haleo, Wolfgang Pucks, and a much-needed third parking lot. Mm-hmm. Haleo and Wolfgang Pucks are supposed to open this year. Um, they're running out of time for that, yeah. <laughs> definitely. They've got six months. Watch them open it, like, in December, right? Sure, December 30th. Uh, the NBA experience is not quite as far along either. The... Terralina Crafted Italian uh, Restaurant just opened. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Cirque du Soleil Theater is still closed while they're working on a new show. Hopefully that'll open either later this year or in early 2019. Supposedly the show will feature iconic Disney stories and characters. Hopefully this is going to be awesome yeah it would be nice to have some kind of like cool show there yeah i've heard mixed reviews about uh terralina oh really yeah so Hmm. you want to try it when you come down yeah that's on my list okay the edison for lunch is on my list Mm -hmm. um that place where else have i not been Hmm. we went to uh enzo's hideaway for the sunday supper and you know, they call it an all-you-can-eat, but you can't eat all-you-can-eat of the meat. You only get all-you-can-eat of the pasta. Huh. So, don't call it all-you-can-eat. Call it all-you-can-eat no. pasta. And then we're giving you some sausage and meatballs, you know, with that. That's what it should be called. And it's, you know, the giant rigatoni, too. I mean, how many of those can you eat? You know, each one is not many. Yeah, each one is a pound of pasta. So, um, yeah, yeah. I've heard mixed reviews about Terralina, so I'd be interested to, um, uh, you know, give it a shot, see what it is. You know, I hope they did a nice job cleaning it up inside because it it did stink in that building. <laughs> yeah. All right, if you are a DVC member, you can now modify reservations online with the new booking site. So in the past, you had to call them every time. Oh, I want to change the date. I want to change the room. I want to change the hotel. So now you can do all of this uh, stuff online. The resort availability tool has been eliminated with that functionality and look and merged into an actual reservation booking screens. Members can enter their desired criteria, including dates, party size, villa size, resorts, and resulting inquiry uh, will return a list of matching rooms that are currently available. If a portion of the trip is available, screens will offer the members options of booking the available nights and then waitlisting the rest. 
that's pretty risky because if it doesn't happen, you're going to be finding another place to stay. You know, you're going to have to check out and go somewhere else. So that that's pretty risky. Uh, the features are very similar to the prior resort availability tool, but with a few tweaks to the workflow. Uh, the much-requested option to modify reservation has been added in the past. Owners could only make new reservations or cancel their reservations. Any changes in existing reservations had to go through member services, which was always a pain in the neck. However, based on the initial tests, uh, this was uh, our friend Tim Kronuski over at DVC News. Uh, modified feature may not work exactly as members had hoped. In uh, an example, they attempted to reduce our stay by one night while maintaining the same resort villa size. Rather than the acknowledgement of the desired nights reserved and simply wish to drop one from the reservation, the site reports no rooms were available for the selected dates. So... Apparently, there's some bugs in the uh, system still. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> Everything Disney does with technology always has bugs. Yes. Every time, like, they were updating, they had updated the travel agent's site, huh. and it looks nicer now. But in the beginning, it just wasn't working right. Like, every time I would log in, it would not want to give me stuff. and. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on. Just like you see all the time when you, you know, Disney will post something and you go to click on the link and it'll say that Stitch comes up yeah. and says, Stitch you know, ate the page. Ate the page. Yeah. I think what they need is a global infrastructure strategic person. Somebody that can look at the big picture of all of, you know, the parks, the resorts, the Tables of Wonderland, the DVC, the D23, and merge all of those systems into one. So everything talks to everything. Because I've heard from cast members that nothing talks to nothing. Like, parks doesn't talk to resorts, and resorts doesn't talk to DVC, and DVC doesn't talk to Tables of Wonderland, Tableland. So it's a, it's a mess. It's all broken up systems. And I think they, unless somebody can tell me different and, and prove it to me, you know, I still don't understand why on my magic band I can't have all my information. Why if... Why do I have to carry ten cards with me? You know. Yeah, uh, to me, I am magic band. You should be able, in order to get your, you know, discount, mm -hmm. should be able to come up, have it scan your band, mm -hmm. and it go, yes. Yeah. This is the discount this person gets, you know. They're an annual pass holder. They're a premium annual passport right. or blah, blah, blah. Right. It should have that information, and you should be able to charge to it. Sure. But you have my credit card number on file, you know. Yes. So why can I not, you know, set a limit and say I want to be able to charge $500, right. you know, from this date to this date? Right. Right. I don't know. And let you charge stuff to it. Uh, I wish. Would it makes sense. Yeah. You know, I wish, uh, you know, maybe the others will do it first. The Samsung or uh, Google, you know, allow you to put those cards in, you know, your electronic wallet. Uh, Apple probably won't because they're Apple and they don't like other things, you know, in there. So I don't know. I, I, you know, I'd like to just get rid of all the stuff in my wallet. That I have to carry around, so. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. All right, let's get on to some headline news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Les Nessman in the chopper. Uh, the iconic mirrored tile is being removed from the universe of energy in preparation for the new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster in Epcot. So that the mirrored iridescent tile on the outside is being scraped away. All that's left is now concrete. Oh. Uh, rumor, uh, Marvel is moving ahead with the Black Widow uh, solo film. So... Johannes well, I like gonna, that idea. Johannes is going to get her own little movie. It's about time that there's a female superhero movie mm-hmm. on the Marvel side. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't like DC. The only character that to me isn't stupid in the DC universe is Batman. Like, I like the Batman stuff. Hmm. Okay. But the rest of it, I'm like. Batman or Superman? I don't, just no. I did see Green Lantern because it had um, Ryan Reynolds in it, but that oh. was an awful movie. Yeah. Did you see uh, Deadpool two? I have not seen that yet. It is on my to do list of things to see. Really, really, really good. Uh, also, Slinky Dog Dash at Toy Story Land will have on ride photo pass capture soon. Apparently. They didn't get it going for opening day. Uh, Disneyland Resort is increasing the cost of individual individual photo pass prints and digital downloads. I don't know why. I'm shocked. Uh, Terralina Crafted Italian set to open. Actually, did open on June 28th. Uh, This was an interesting story. So, the Reedy Creek Improvement District. You ready for this? Was Uh dwindled out of $94,000 by a hacker. So, Why? The story is they <laughs> called Reedy Creek uh, Controller, I think, and was telling them to pay for a landscaper, but had uh, deviated the money, not to the landscaper's account, but to their account. Went in there, hacked the landscaper's bank account, and sent the money to them. I'm like, why would you do that? That just leaves a trail right to your front door. Yeah. But uh, apparently these guys had somewhere in the tune of like $700,000 in this account. Uh, 94000 of it was uh, Reedy Creek. Wow. So, that's crazy. I guess that will teach them a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing that wasn't like my Disney experience that they hacked and got everybody's credit card number. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, update. World of Color will not return in, more towards the end of the year. Uh, apparently it has some platform issues, um, and they still have not fixed them. Uh, ABC is now going to air in the fall the Connors Family sitcom, minus Roseanne Barr. <laughs> so they're bringing back everybody? Without Roseanne. Didn't she sign away, like, her rights and all that mm-hmm. to everything so that the other people could work? work. Yes. So that would happen? Yeah. That's what I That's what I heard, too. So. Wow. Yeah. Well, 
She poured it on herself. I've, I've never been a fan of Roseanne. Right. <laughs> but I'll tell you, that's quite a classy thing for her to do. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Because there were, what did they say? It was like two, three hundred people that would be out of jobs because of this mm-hmm. again. So, it, yeah. It's the least she can do. And next time she'll keep her mouth shut. Maybe. Uh, Disney Photo Pass photographers are available at water parks until September 3rd. And then what? They're going home and not coming back? <laughs> the, at least one of them will still be open, so I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I guess they figure there's not enough people yeah, during the winter. to warrant having a photographer there. Yeah. So get your pictures in now. I would not want pictures of me in my swimsuit at the water park. Like, no. <laughs> How about me behind this tube? <laughs> behind the surfboard? Right. Behind the beach towel? Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. All right. Hey, Kristen, tell everybody where they can find you on the internets. They can find me at dining at Disney.com. They can also find me on YouTube, Instagram, all those fun social media places. It's all under dining at Disney. And when do you do uh, your show with uh, Aldron, the WD uh, Tiki Room? WDW Tiki Rooms. We do that on Facebook on Sundays. Go watch them live. Sunday at what time, typically? We don't have a time because, oh. well, his job and crazy madness okay. of a life. <laughs> so then just go over there and subscribe, and then when they pop up, you'll get a notification. Exactly. That's the best way to do it. Uh, hey, we want to also give a little shout-out to our field reporter, Vince. Uh, I think Vince was moving this week, so we didn't get a lot of stuff from the field. And also... He, he now doesn't live close. He's now in Tampa. So I don't, <laughs> we may get a little less from field report events, but uh, we do appreciate the stuff he does send us. Uh, and then we did uh, last week get this from our friend Megan in uh, Hong Kong, Disneyland. Sent us a postcard. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, sent us a nice little note. Try not to show my address, but sent us a nice little note. So thank you, Megan. Appreciate that. Uh, and that's about it. Anything else we got to say, Kristen? That's a cool little postcard. Yeah. Yeah. It's got uh, four characters on it. Yeah. Very cool. Holy. What is that? That was pretty expensive. I don't know what that is. Is that dollars or what is it? Yen? I don't know. Wow. Anyway, uh, that's it. Uh, we want to thank you for listening. Don't forget, go check us out at DisneyParksPodcast.com. Uh, we still have some shirts left in the store. Um, so go check those out if you're looking for maybe a gift for somebody. Uh, go check that out. We have uh, coasters and and we have mats, but not this one. We have other mouse pads. Uh, that you can get and you get those at Disney Parks Podcast forward slash store and that's it as we like to say around here we'll see you in the parks the Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company all Disney Parks attractions lands shows event names etc 
are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat out of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through 